0: Welcome to another episode of Across the Field, Double B and PB. PB, what is crack-a-lackin'? What's the best say about going 6-0? 0
1: Chance to go 7-0. I'm so jacked. Buckeyes, we're at at the halfway point. Got the bye week. Big weekend of football. Bama, that was a crazy game. Uh, Jimbo Fisher deserves to be (laughs) fired after that last play call. That was terrible. Got to go home and experience some uh, high school football action down at Keyser Field. Uh, the Bears, they upset me this weekend, but uh, Justin Fields looked pretty good. But overall, a jam-packed weekend full of uh, football and fantasy football. I went two and two again this weekend, so I uh, can't complain. How about you, man?
0: Not too bad. Um, took in some Paulding Panther action Friday, Thursday and Friday. Um, a little volleyball action Thursday and some football action on Friday. Um, and then... Uh, Actually got to watch the Buckeye game. So, Sweet. yep, skipped out on wedding. Um, just wasn't feeling the best, and it was a long drive. And I thought I could stay home and just chill out on the couch. Actually, there was nobody here at the cave. It was just me on the couch, just chilling. So I only had one TV going, and yeah, just stayed home and and then uh, Sunday. Got to watch some NFL football and keep up with the fantasy team. So, pretty good weekend. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I want to start, though. I want to go back to Thursday. You were talking last week about uh, the blacktop deal down there in Columbus with the had a little dunk contest, and it sounded like maybe a three-point contest.
1: Yeah, and yeah. We got there for the three-point contest and watched the dunk contest. It was really cool. Um, we're standing in uh, – one corner of the uh, of the blacktop, and uh, our one buddy sends us a Snapchat, say, hey, I'm literally five feet away from C.J. Stroud and Cade Stover. So we walk over there, and they were literally right there. They're like any other college kid there just watching it. Yeah. So no one – I don't know if people knew or they were just leaving them alone. You know, but C.J., uh, Jaden Ballard, Cade Stover, Steel Chambers, uh. Dewan Jones, holy crap, that man is massive. (laughs) So, uh, you know, it was so cool, the dunk competition. Uh, Kalen Etzler, a little biased because Northwest Ohio blood. I thought he should have won, but uh, uh, the judges that were C.J. Stroud, Joey Lane, and uh, uh, Justice Suing didn't think so. But, yeah, it was a cool atmosphere. Uh, Really excited for this Buckeye basketball team. Which has a lot of question marks surrounding it. And, uh, but yeah, it was a cool atmosphere down there and, uh, it was fun to be a part of. So,
0: yeah. You, yeah. You, you sent me some Snapchats and, uh, I saw, you know, you were close to those guys. And then you sent me the one of Kalen jumping over his mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and anybody that knows their family his mom, you know, she's not real short either.
1: No, oh, she's tall, yeah,
0: <laughs> so that's pretty cool. Yeah, um, I mean, I think that's a cool thing. It's kind of like the the midnight madness thing that a lot of schools do. Um, I saw like Michigan State's was Friday night, and you know, they had men's and women's basketball team, and it's pretty neat. It's pretty neat. That's the way to get the season kicked off, and right. And I think here, here at Ohio
1: State, you know, the basketball team's always going to take a you know, a passenger seat to the football team. You know? Yeah. That's just how it is. And, uh, you know, just try to create a little bit of buzz. So, uh, yeah, it was a cool atmosphere.
0: Cool. Yeah, so like I mentioned, I was at Otterville uh, Thursday night watched the uh, Lady Panthers and the big green square off on the volleyball court, went five sets. How'd Katie do? Really good, I thought. I mean, I thought – I mean – I had a few mistakes, but I thought, you know, that that's volleyball. Um it's obviously just a, a it's a game of runs. It's kinda like basketball, you know, you go on a little bit of run and try to weather the storm and you know, flip the momentum, but man, it's it's a little bit more intense because especially when you get to that fifth set, you know, you only play to fifteen, it's like there's not really a whole lot of uh room for error there. So um but yeah, I, I thought they all played well. She played pretty well. Um, it was it was a great game. Audeville ended up winning, but uh, it went back and forth. They won that fifth set, sixteen to fourteen, I believe. So man, it yeah. was tight then, huh? Could Yeah, yeah, it really could have. It went down to the wire. It was uh, was a good time. So I'm I'm glad I went. I'm gonna try to make it. Couldn't make it tonight, but uh, I'm gonna try to make it Tuesday and Thursday here this week and. Catch some couple games. So
1: yep, she's got her last one in the jungle tomorrow night. So
0: yeah, yeah, we're
1: barchers County rivalry. Come out R- with a bang.
0: Yeah, then finish with the Raiders on Thursday.
1: Finish with the. Ra- I'll be. In, I'll be at the Palace Thursday. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, should be a good one there. And um you no, know, I don't. Get, we don't talk volleyball a whole lot, just because number one, I I just don't get into it a whole lot. Um, I, I keep up with it, but, and I'm sure you're kind of the same way.
1: Yeah. I keep up with it, but I don't, uh, I don't, uh, follow it. And uh, I'm not,
0: we, we, neither one
1: of us enough to talk about it.
0: That's what I mean. Neither one of us know what the heck's going on to sit down and have a conversation about it. Oh, I know. was when I
1: played he man, we just had to get it across the net.
0: Yeah. Hard. Yeah. Yeah. Hit it hard. You got, you got three chances. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yep yeah, so no it was good um let's go ahead and talk about some high school football if you want
1: yeah let's talk about the game you were to we were both at actually
0: yeah um so the Paulding Panthers tenora Rams uh, I tell you what I was really impressed with both teams actually number one uh, let's start I'm gonna start with the Tenora Rams um with everything they're going through and again, we're not going to talk a whole lot about it. Um, you know, what's done is done. Um, but I thought the Tenora Rams being shorthanded, um, I saw them a few weeks ago against Wayne Trace, you know, when I had everybody, um, they still came out and competed, I thought. And, you know, you could tell it's a little different, but, you know, that probably goes back to their personnel being a little different. And, uh, I thought they played they played their tails off, and you know, obviously came away with the win twenty seven to eight. Um, but I was really impressed with the Rams, and I was impressed with the Panthers. Um, you know, they're so young. You got a couple of those seniors that that really contribute, um, and nothing to get. You know, they they play their their tails off. Um, but it's going to be really interesting to see what this team is going to do next year. Um, with everybody they got coming back, so I, I was real impressed. Uh, um, the, the Hunt kid played quarterback Friday night, yeah. Um, a little undersized, but he's a freshman. Um, and I thought he, he threw a, a decent ball, you know, he missed some throws, but that's gonna happen. That's his first varsity start, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I thought he managed the game pretty well. Uh, he didn't turn it over a whole lot, I didn't think. I think he had uh, – there was a uh, fumble between, was,
1: you know, the running back and the quarterback Miss yep. handoff. Um, that comes with reps, you know.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I thought he played a pretty clean game for his first start. And then, you know, you throw guys in, uh, um, Braden Sanders, and I thought Kobe Ford was flying around. I thought uh, – um Jack Woods is flying around defensively uh they're gonna be they're gonna be solid Lukester had a couple of TFLs too yeah, he did now yeah. you throw Luke in there um yeah he he played pretty well um you know I, th- I thought it was a really good game what know, do you think
1: what like, do you think about see you know I I'm biased I watch polling all the time what do you think about that defense of theirs you know they they pretty the score doesn't indicate how close this game was I, I you were there can you attest to that?
0: Yeah, um, yeah, I agree. Um, you know, Tenora, it was zero zero at the end of one. Tenora kicks a field goal in the second quarter, makes it three nothing. Um, Paulding gets a big interception, um, and takes it down to about the eight yard line, I think. Um, and then the Panthers couldn't punch it in. They try a field goal of their own with what was it, 20, 30 seconds for halftime there. Yeah. Um, And unfortunately, I mean, you make that kick or at least get it off. The worst you go in is, is down three, nothing. Um, but the worst could have happened there. And what happened, the kick got blocked and it took the perfect hop, um, and was scooped up and taken back for a touchdown. So instead of being three, nothing or three, three, it was 10, nothing at halftime. Um, So yeah, even down ten nothing, I thought, okay, you go in, you regroup, and put some things together, and you know Tenora comes out in the second half, excuse me, and they go right down and score, and it's seventeen nothing, and you could kind of feel the momentum start to swing, but credit Balding, man, they hung right in there. They just couldn't find a way to put points on the board.
1: No, and that's now that comes with you know, kind of been the story all year, and then you know, having a freshman quarterback in his first start um, didn't do anything to hurt us. No, by all means, no, uh, just, you know, kind of been those kind of like we talked about Wayne Trace, just can't find it really on offense quite yet. And, uh, yeah. You know, maybe well, Coach Menzi gets his system in that he wants to implement in uh, this, this off season. And then maybe you don't know what to expect next year. Yeah. But uh, I'm very optimistic after watching that Friday night, um, the size of Tenora, you know, the size of Tenora, and we held our own. I thought up, mm-hmm. up up front, and I thought even on the defensive side of the ball, I thought there's some plays where we we on on defense were resetting the line of scrimmage and getting tackles for losses. I crazy, thought so too, and creating havoc. So, I think there's a lot to be promised, promising for going forward. If you're a, a Paulding fan,
0: I would agree. I would agree <laughs> with that. They look pretty good now. I'll be honest with you. Tenora then kicked a field goal in the third quarter, and I think it was twenty to nothing at the end of three, if I'm not mistaken. And not that I thought it was over, but I thought, you know what, it's getting kind of cold. It was a little chillier night. It
1: was it was a cold Friday night, I'll tell you that. the
0: The temperature itself wasn't too terrible. That wind, yeah, that was slight going. That slight breeze was cold. Um, and I decided, you know what, I could go home. Um. And uh, on my way home, catch the end of the uh, Antwerp Arizona game on the radio, and which I did, um, tuned in to 105.7, the Bull, and uh, listened to the end of that game. And um, so, yeah, I, you know, credit, you know, credit, again, credit Paulding. They hung in there, and, and there's a lot, I mean, definitely promising stuff there for next year. So, And, they, you know, they finished with, they've got Antwerp, Right. Yep. And then they finish with Wayne Trace, Um, you know, Antwerp's Antwerp. They're pretty, pretty darn good. So you're going to have to come out and and swing and be ready to take punches. But, um, you know, last week against Wayne Trace, again, you know, we talked about both offenses, you know, struggling a little bit. But, uh, um, you know, that could end up being a pretty good game. Yeah. And
1: then this that's a week 10 where you you can't compare it to past week tens, you know, when you're having a struggling season, you know, I only have one win to show for, it's really easy to pack it in for week 10, but mm. uh, having your county rival, that could, that could save a season, you know, that's sad to say, but you know, winning that game uh, has bragging rights for 365. And, uh, you know, Wayne Trace, they they were hoping for a better year than what they're having. Um, so you just never know going into that game, what to expect, and I always think that pulling wayne Trace rivalry, no, no matter the records that are going to be, that that's going to be a tough contest. And yeah, the kids, you don't need a motive. You, you know, if you need motivated for that game, you don't have a pulse. Yeah, um, you know it. You know, you should be that whole week. That should be, you know, most energetic practice you're ever going to have. You know, sometimes when it hits week ten, you know, the seniors they're getting kind of sad. Now some guys are looking towards basketball season. You know, there there is no looking past this this week ten matchup, uh, but you know, still got to lock in on week nine. You got the Archers, very good Antwerp team. So yeah, you're gonna have to you're got to bring it and then some.
0: Yeah, for sure. But uh, I agree with you. It's gonna be it's gonna be real interesting. Um, uh, the Raiders, uh, we'll touch on them a little bit. They picked up a win uh, Friday night over at Fairview, twenty eight to six. Um. You know, I wasn't there, but I, I heard it was it was an okay performance. You know, there were some things that definitely need cleaned up, but, uh, you know, you take a win at this point, especially, you know, the, the kind of season you've had. You you want to rack up all the wins you can here. So, um, again, it doesn't matter if you win by one or if you win by 100, it wins a win. So, um, you know, they moved to, to three and five on a year and got a big one with Ayersville this week.
1: Absolutely, and fair though, they're going to have a sour taste coming in, you know, losing their first conference game to Antwerp. So, do you know who played quarterback for the Raiders on Friday night?
0: I do not. I did not hear. Um, I, did, I, I don't know. I don't know.
1: That's just one game I really didn't hear about much.
0: I didn't Friday either. But to be uh, honest with you, with not, with not having the cave open on Saturday and nobody really be – to be honest with you, I didn't even really ask, um, so I didn't hear. So Usually, i got some guys that are filling me in on that kind of thing, but I don't know. Well, uh,
1: let's go to the other county team in the Wyoming know, yeah. County, the Antwerp Archers.
0: Yeah, big Now
1: win. number two by their name in the state of Ohio.
0: Yeah, I saw that. I saw number that. Number
1: two Antwerp Archers, 35-24 on the road in Ayersville.
0: And I'll say this. I didn't watch the full game. Obviously, I told you I caught the end of it on the radio. The score, I mean, Ayersville scored it again late, but it was like 35 to 16 for a long time in the fourth quarter. Not a long time, but in the fourth quarter, I bet it was six months ago. They were up three scores. And I was like, wow. I mean, this nothing against Ayersville, but that just showed me, you know, how dominant Antwerp was that second half. Yeah,
1: talking <clears throat> some numbers we know how good Reed leasty is you know mm-hmm. but he wasn't the leading rusher for the Antwerp Parchers. Carson mus ran for ran 19 times for 149 yards and two touchdowns yeah <clears throat> that that's that's tough and you know we talked about earlier uh in the year you know Corey Everetts is a dude Corey Everett is still a dude but man I mean Carson came and is taken his throne this year to probably a GMC player of the year. You know, it all, all, you know, he deserves it. The numbers that he puts in week in and week out. And then he threw for, he was 17 for 26. That's a 65% completion percentage for 228 yards and the two touchdowns. So, and just another Friday night for Carson Aldenus, you know, this is what Antwerp fans are getting used to seeing now.
0: Yeah. And they could beat you so many ways. Like Carson can do it with his legs. He can do it with his arms. He can um, he could
1: hand it off.
0: Yeah, he hands it off. I mean, and they've got so many weapons. They've got, you know, everybody talks Landon Brewer and and Parker Moore and, um, Fuller and and those guys. But you know, Caden Winslow the other night, I heard his name called a bunch in the second half. Yeah, actually,
1: um, actually going through the numbers, five guys uh, caught multiple passes for Carson Alumas. You know. Yeah. And, you know, we talked about Brewer and we talked about Moore. That's normally who we go. That's the one-two punch normally we talk about. Mm -hmm. Those two weren't even the leading receivers. You know, Cam Fuller caught six passes for 76 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. You know, know, Parker Moore was caught three for 11 yards. And Brewer, you know, four for 55 yards. Winslow, two catches for 41 and Leasty two for 45. So, you know, how do you stop this team? You know, do you take – you, take, you have to take away Landon Brewer because he's going to pop the top off. But then you got guys like Cam Fuller. And I heard Parker Moore got dinged up a little bit. Hopefully he's okay. Hopefully they can get him back going again. Nothing serious, I heard. But, yeah, you know, sophomore Caden Winslow, he steps in the mix. So, yeah. there's just so many guys on this Antwerp offense that, you know, makes a defensive coordinator's head spin.
0: For sure. They're rolling right now. And um, they've got the Paulding Panthers this week. And then they finish with the the Bulldogs, right? Yep. yep. Yeah, it so. Bulldogs week ten. So again, they you know they can't really fall asleep at the wheel here. They've got um, two good opponents in front of them, especially the Bulldogs. Um, you know, I think they're they're getting better each and every week. So.
1: And then the, the Antwerp defense. Uh, we talked about how Ayersville, They want to play physical. Coach Mickey talked about it on the pod. You know, they want to be physical only holding them to 24 uh, twenty four points, and you said that game was stuck at 16 for a while for Ayersville. Um, yeah. You know, we talked about Reed Lucy doing it on the offensive side of the ball. He led the team in tackles with 11 on uh, Friday night. And, uh, you know, Aldemus, he does it both ways. He had five tackles. You know, and your boy Cyrus Gale, he had 10. So, another
0: – Dude, I um, love that We can go he, back to that, but I love that kid. I love
1: watching play. He he, he just plays reckless, and he, he has fun playing the game. You could He enjoys it. You know, that's a that's a football player enjoying what he does. I love it.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about the other teams of the GMC. Uh, Hicksville Edgerton. Um, that one got away from the Aces a little bit.
1: Uh, yeah, but we kind of assumed that. So
0: yeah, I mean, I think that's more of a credit to Edgerton and how 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 much they just improve every week. So. Um, hats off to Coach Flagel and the Bulldogs for getting yeah. the job done.
1: And Antwerp can't look past them. I mean, the Edgerton—they could come in and you know just spoil that perfect season in Week Ten. You
0: know? Yeah.
1: I mean, for so sure. You can't look past uh, the Bulldogs, and then you know they—they if if they knock them off. You know, we have a three-way tie for the conference if everyone takes care of the rest of their business.
0: Yeah. For sure. So it uh, could
1: be—it uh, could get really hectic here, and it could get it, hectic down to the wire.
0: Yeah, they really could. Let's talk about uh, that last game we picked, um, Allen East at Bluffton. Did you hear anything on that game or yeah. just to see the final?
1: I seen the final, and it looked like that game didn't disappoint. And going on the yeah. road and winning at Bluffton is not an easy task. And, you know, it looked like a heck of a ball game, 30 to 14. The Mustangs pick up a big conference win on the road.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: Another one that surprised me in the Northwest Conference, you know, Delphus Jefferson, 39, Lipsick, 14. Yeah. That
0: didn't was shocking. Really, didn't really see that coming.
1: No, I didn't either. And, you know, Lipsick, they were favored by some to win the conference this year. And I don't know what's going on there. Um, but uh, it's that just goes to show it's not easy to win the Northwest Conference.
0: No. Um, it is not. And then, you know, moving on a little bit there, talking about the Crestview Knights, uh looked like uh, Carson Hunter was back on the field for the Knights.
1: Yeah, that was good to uh, see.
0: Playing quarterback. Um, actually, he, he had his highlight on. I watched it Saturday, and I actually tweeted him through uh, the pod account and, and told him, you know, great to see you back on the – I don't know if you saw that, but told him it was great to see him back on the field, and and he hit us right back, you know. So, he said, thanks, appreciate it. and It, well, it is it, – you know, you hate to see kids out, especially – their senior year dinged up, whatever the case may be, um, in any sport. So, it uh, yeah, truly was, and I'm sure you are too. It truly was. It's, it's good to see him back on the field.
1: Absolutely, and you know the Crestview faithful are probably you know super glad you know glad to see him back. They pick up a W after that losing skid that they went on. So, mm-hmm. you know, winning at Spencerville again, not an easy place to play. But
0: no. uh,
1: you know, overall, heck of a weekend. Another they, game that we haven't. They, we didn't pick. Another game that we didn't pick. Did you see this score? The Van Wert Cougars, 77. Oh, oh. Kenton, 20. Yeah. Did you see the halftime score this game?
0: It was 50, 60-something, was
1: it? 61-6, to 6, I believe. Yeah. What yeah. the heck?
0: I remember standing there at the polling game and – I was talking to some guys at halftime, and some of those scores started rolling in on Twitter, and I was like, wow. That's a juggernaut. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I don't care who you play. Scoring scoring 77, 76, what'd you say? 77. 77 with a running clock. That's tough. Pretty impressive. Pretty impressive.
1: The year that you know, the only the other offense that sounds as good as this one, the year Colby played, did they score 77? They hit 70s,
0: they did. And, um, I'll bring something up. <laughs> uh, actually, that year against Holgate, they put up 80. Oh, they did. Wow. And they, and this was before the running clock and the whole. Uh, I don't know who decided it, but it was so lopsided at halftime. Obviously, Wayne Trace, you know, kind of, they sat everybody um, the whole second half. And they played two eight-minute quarters with a running clock in the second half. Like, I don't know if both coaches and officials all agreed to that, but um, I wasn't at that game, but that's what I was told when all that happened. So they actually played a shortened half, and uh, they put up 80 on whole game. Well, okay. Well, that, that just show,
1: that just goes to show how tough it. Like, it, you you have to be a really good team, and we know how good yeah. that team was. And so, you know, Van Wert they're good. They're mm-hmm. really, really good for sure. And that you know, isn't it kind of crazy? Wasn't it, wasn't it five years ago, five eight, five to eight years ago, where they were really, really bad, and then they brought in Keith Wrecker? Mm-hmm. I mean, that program has taken a you know 360 yeah. turn.
0: Yeah, so when I first started coaching junior high, um, I want to say 15, 16, maybe even 17, right around in there, uh, Wayne Trey scrimmaged them there a couple years. And, you know, you don't really keep score in a scrimmage. It was just, you know, do your sets of 10 and whatever. And, you know, we kind of – we handled them okay. But at the end of it, I thought, man, these guys have a really good system. Um have a really good scheme, really good plan. And you you just knew like watching them then, or I knew, you know, we kind of talked about it as coaches, like this team's gonna be good. And, you know, I didn't think I didn't think they would be running to state every year, almost you know. <laughs> right. The, the route they've been on. But um, I mean that I I didn't expect it, but I mean it's it doesn't really surprise me, I guess, if that makes sense. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> really good team.
1: So yeah, I mean that I don't know to any other high school games.
0: Uh the new, Bre- new bremen New Bream and Coldwater ended up being pretty good as advertised. I think uh that final score Coldwater won like thirty-five twenty-eight. Um so another battle down there in the Mac. Don't have any stats or anything on it, but I just that score came across. So I thought, man, that's lived up to be a good game like everybody thought it'd be. So You know,
1: this has been a weekly thing. How the Willard Crimson, uh, what are they, Willard Crimson Flashes or
0: Crimson Flashes? I tell you what, I did, I forgot to even check on them. I'll do it right now. Um, they had a tough one, they got some tough games here. Oh, shoot, I clicked on the wrong region, but uh, now, now, according to Joe Idol, Willard. Is in you know Division Five, Region Eighteen. They're sitting eighteenth right now at four and four. Um, so they would have lost to Port Clinton last week, which Port Clinton's a good team. Um, they got beat, according to this, sixty-eight to thirteen. Um, they have Oak Harbor this week, who's seven and one, also in Region Eighteen. And then they finish the year at Vermillion, who's a, a D four school. So. Um, and they're they're zero and eight, so you think they probably get that one. So, you know, looking ahead, let's just say they finish five and five, they may be able to sneak in that that sixteen slot there. So, I, I, guess, I guess it just kind of depends on you know what they do this week and next week, obviously. Yep,
1: yeah, yeah. that, that that's such a tough region. That, yeah, crazy. yeah, but, uh, you know. We could we could talk playoff football all day, but we still have two more weeks of the high school season to go. You want to, sure. you want to switch routes to the Buckeyes? You you
0: said you got to watch it. Yeah, let's uh let's go to the Buckeyes. What did you think of them? Man, first time watching. Well, oh, hold on. How was it watching them on TV? instead of in person. It was weird. Yeah, you, know, you see so much. You see
1: a lot, you miss a lot when you're there. That's why mm-hmm. I always go back and rewatch it the next morning. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it was really weird. We had the basement full. Uh, Me and my buddies were over, and then Luke had to bring his yahoos over. So, uh, yeah, it was a full jam-packed basement. Rachel cooked up some good food. She had buffalo chicken dip, meatballs, uh, sloppy joes. So, you know, how to watch the game at home, that's the way to do it, down in the basement. So, um, Stroud looked really, really good. You know, other than that one interception miscommunication with his receiver, this mm-hmm. offense, you know, you you run out of words to describe. It.
0: Yeah, they're, and they're that,
1: just so good.
0: Back to the miscommunication. I mean, obviously that you know not being on the same page. I don't know who was wrong. It kind of looked like Abuka the way he kind of dropped his head. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you know they they go to the sideline they talk about it. You see him talking, and and then I liked how they went right back to him.
1: The very next series on yep. that
0: third down, they kind of put him in motion, I think, and kind of ran him, you know, down the seam a little bit, and, and no one covered him, and <laughs> we go right back to him, and, you know, there you go, boom. Um, I like seeing that, and I like seeing when guys make mistakes, they, they go right back to them, so.
1: Yeah, and. Uh,
0: so you have trust in that guy, and you, and you still, you know, still believe in him, obviously.
1: You know, I was really hoping, I, I, I tweeted my, you know, predictions on Saturday. I was wanting to see Travion get in that end zone, but I think that hit inside the five yard line. Mm. You know, Ryan Day said he could have went back in if it was a different game, you know, but taking precautionaries. So take him out. Get him out of there. Yeah. You know.
0: You're you're already down mine, Williams. Yep. You take him out and
1: you take him out, let Dow and Hayden get some carries in. So
0: for sure. You know, but he still
1: went for 118 yards and he was running with the edge early. He was running dudes over. He was yeah, getting that yeah. secondary and just being a little bowling ball. So, good to see him back when he was healthy, running the ball well. Um, Harrison, dude, he's a stud, ain't
0: he? Oh, my. couple of those catches he made. It's a
1: walking highlight. Yeah. Walking highlight. And, uh, you know, another guy that I was glad to see to get a touchdown, G. Scott. Yeah. I mean, this is not the route when he probably chose to Ohio State. This is not the way he probably envisioned his career. No. Moving down to tight end. I think him and Julian Fleming were in the same uh, recruiting class, correct?
0: Mm Mm-hmm. I think so.
1: And they were like one, two receivers, I believe, or close to that. They are both top five. And, um, you know, moving to tight end, being the backup tight end, this probably ain't how he's seeing his career go. But uh, he gets his first Buckeye touchdown, so happy to see that for sure.
0: Yeah, and he was close the week before when he stepped on the end line. Wasn't that him? Yeah, yep. Yeah. I thought that was him that, that kind of stepped out of bounds there in the end zone the week before um, and had that touchdown taken away. So, yeah, it was good to see. Um, defensively, here's – I'm going to bring this up to you first. I want to hear your thoughts on it. Um, I hear a lot of people complaining about our DBs, our corners, not turning around for the ball. What do you think about that?
1: Yeah, I mean, it feels like they're right there, aren't they? I mean, yeah. they're, they're in the position. They're just not finishing the play. Mm-hmm. I mean, it'd be it'd be more alarming if they weren't in position. Yeah, uh, I mean, because we have to as Buckeye fans, we have to find a way to nitpick. Um, and I mean that this is the only uh, thing to nitpick. Still, we only gave up two hundred two yards to Michigan State. I know Michigan State has trouble, but one hundred ninety five through the air. Yeah, I mean, I would love to see the head get turned around. You know, Cam Brown came off the sideline there, looked really frustrated. I mean, that's mm-hmm. a competitor. Coach Day went over; they showed him. Coach Day went over to him, and uh, you know, tried to get him going. But uh, yeah, we, I, I, we're, we have the athletes. We have the speed. The speed is there in that Buckeye secondary. Uh, Lathan Ramsay making the play on that pick. That that's a tough catch to make. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean that that's a center fielder going to go track a ball, and um, I think I think we're going to be just fine. In that regards, we're there. We're yeah. we're just not making the plays
0: yet. But uh, agree, agree.
1: Did, have you have? You, did you look through the numbers? You know, um, you know, six hundred fourteen yards compared to two hundred two. Um,
0: yeah, dude. and we had, I believe, I remember saying at the end of the first quarter, we had two hundred and ten total yards.
1: That's nuts, ain't it.
0: That's crazy because there for a while, I thought, man, like. I know you're not going to keep, you know, your foot on the gas when you're killing a team like that. Obviously, it's going to slow down. But at first, when I saw two ten, I was like, "Man, are you telling me we're going to go for seven or eight hundred yards? Like that's going to be nuts, right?" So the the sick. What'd you say? Six six fourteen. Six fourteen. That's still pretty good. <laughs> six fourteen.
1: You know, three hundred seventy-seven through the air, two hundred thirty-seven rushing. Um, yeah. I mean, for those people that say Ryan Day don't run the ball, it's pretty close. I mean, that's not 50-50, but.
0: It's pretty close.
1: It's pretty close. I love the play calling. It's awesome. But Michigan State, holding Michigan State to seven yards of rushing the football.
0: Yeah, that's nuts.
1: That's nuts. And that was our biggest problem last year. Yeah. we, We couldn't stop the run.
0: Yeah. I I yeah. It's it's a lot better. Our defense is a lot better. And they'll just get better each week, I think.
1: And then the penalties, you know, you know, we we're also nitpicking about penalties. Only four penalties for 49 yards.
0: Yeah. Let me ask you this. Are you scared to play anybody in the nation right now? No. No.
1: There's no team
0: even though we haven't really played a big game other than Notre Dame, you're not scared to play anybody right now.
1: No, because Bama squeaked by a very at average home. at home, <laughs> very average Texas A&M team. Now I know Bryce Young was out, but still, I don't know. No team has dominated the way. Of, you know, there's only two ske- two teams in America that's won every game by one, yeah, by ten points. Yeah, Ohio State and Oklahoma State.
0: That's the team that's just flying under the radar to me.
1: Yeah. Them. And I mean, there is a big weekend of college football coming up, but we'll save that for another day. Yeah. But, yeah. There's Georgia. They they can't play in the track race with us. Their defense ain't what it was.
0: Um, Not to mention, I don't think their offense is that great. I mean, I know what they went 42 to 10. Yeah. The other day. But like, you look at a few weeks ago, they struggled with Kent State. And I know they're probably sleepwalking through that. And then they struggled. Um, who was it they played last week? I'm blanking here. Missouri. Missouri. So, yes. Yeah, Struggle in Missouri. It's like, okay, I'm not really I'm just I don't know. I'm not scared to play them. Um you know, the team, Michigan, up, the team up north. Michigan and- might scare me more. I'll be honest with you, Michigan might scare me more than what Bama and Georgia does. Just
1: because of what the meaning of
0: that game is. Because the meaning of the game and how, yeah, it's going to be ramped up and they run the ball so well. And again, our run defense has gotten better, but they run the ball very well.
1: That's a, that's going to be a true test to see, you know, how good our run defense has gotten.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we've got obstacles before then. You know, you got a bye week. Um, you know, Iowa shouldn't be – you know, that great of a test at the shoe, um, go back home for that game. But then, you know, you look at the week after looking ahead a little bit, um, going on the road to Penn state. I mean, that's, they are no slouch either.
1: That's not, yeah. Yeah. That's no easy place to play either. Um, they got a big one at the big house this week.
0: Yeah. We'll, we'll find out a lot then, but, uh, I don't know, man. I'm, what would you rather – I'll bring this up. What would you rather see? Would you rather see Penn State win this week or Michigan win this week? I don't
1: want – I'd rather – I'd rather see Penn State. Okay. I mean, that's just me. I, I don't – any chance that the team up north can lose, I hope they do it. Yeah. Um, I was what, cheering for the – I was cheering for the Hoosiers.
0: I was too. But here here's another thing I think about, though. Just with our schedule this year – no matter who wins, loses this game on Saturday, they have to run the table from there on out. You know what I mean? Until they play Ohio State is what I'm getting at. So say Penn State loses, Ohio State beats them in a couple weeks, they run the table. You know what I mean? Two losses, boom. Just, you know, just to make it look better for us. Right. Same thing with Michigan. If they drop this game, they got to run the table until – that last Saturday in November. Right. Uh, I, I guess that's what I'm kind of hoping for as both those teams just kind of take care of business.
1: See, I've heard Buckeye fans say, you know, what, what the team up north, you want that magnitude of that game?
0: You do. I you think want, so. you
1: do, but, you know, any chance that they have the opportunity to lose. And
0: well, I'm not going to be sad if they lose. I, don't yeah. get me wrong. Like if they, if they would have got beat by Indiana this week, I wouldn't have been like, oh, well, that sucks. <laughs> you know, yeah.
1: Yeah. i had been jumping for joy. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, I, get, I mean, that's not what I'm saying. I just, I kind of hope both those teams just take care of business.
1: But I think, you know, talking about Ohio State, you know, they have looked the most complete. And I, I'm glad the AP voters haven't put us at number one. I just don't like, I don't like that target on our back. No. I like this flying under the radar.
0: Or two. I like this three, four. I like staying right where we're Yep. At. Stay right there, to-
1: there. And then put us at one. And after the, Big, uh, the conference championship. Yeah. But uh, that West, you know, who, who we might see in the West, hopefully Illinois runs the table. Wouldn't that be cool?
0: It would be pretty cool. I'm just not a big Brett Bielema
1: fan, though. I, I know, but instead of raising a Big Ten championship trophy, raise the Illibuck.
0: Oh. You know that wooden turtle?
1: Yeah. We're
0: on to something now. Yeah. That would be pretty cool. Raise
1: raise the Big Ten trophy and the Illbuck.
0: <laughs> I just have a hard time rooting for Balaam, a man. Yeah. I didn't like him at Wisconsin. I don't know. I'm just not a fan. Good for him, though, and what he's doing.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: Uh, Purdue looked okay on the road.
1: That that was an offensive. I mean, both Got the job though.
0: done.
1: Yeah. You know, Maryland had a chance. It Tie did. it up.
0: Couldn't so. execute. No. <coughs> um. Enough of the Big Ten. Let's yeah, you've kind of talked about the Alabama game already. Um boy that was that was down to the wire. I tell you what, I'll be singing Rocky Top all week.
1: <laughs>
0: I think they get it
1: done, man. Rocky Top Tennessee. Let's go.
0: I really think they get it done. I'm looking at our pod picks. Um Tennessee LSU. I didn't really surprise you there, did it? You, I mean, both of us took Tennessee there. No, and
1: ranking ranking LSU, you know, it shouldn't have happened. No, it, it they did it to make you know the SEC look that win, make that. I don't know. Yeah. It just they're not good.
0: No, another game I want to talk about real quick. We made our picks here too. Kind of kind of shocked me a little bit. Not. I guess not the win, but the way they won, Utah and UCLA that game. That shocked you a little bit, the the Chip Kelly's. Chip Kelly's,
1: it did, and uh, wow, they're undefeated, and the USC's undefeated. Yeah. So, a quick question: So, when yeah. those two teams join, and they're still playing like a way that they're playing, the uh-huh. Big Ten, adding, adding those two, is that more impressive than adding uh, Texas and Oklahoma?
0: At this point, I think so. I think so. What do you think?
1: I uh, just after watching Oklahoma, man, they were, that Red River rivalry.
0: Nah, that's bad.
1: That was bad. It was bad. Um, Quinn Ewers, you know, if he if he stays healthy, Texas might be undefeated right now. Yeah, they might they might beat Bama. They yeah, might-
0: I mean, going back to that game, yeah, they might have. So they might have. I don't know. I, I, there was a lot of good games in college football. I was just really shocked the way UCLA took it to Utah. Yeah, I mean, yeah,
1: they they took them behind the woodshed. You know, they they beat them handily. And um, I don't see a weakness in UCLA. Really, I think they have a great opportunity of running the table in the Pac-12. Mm. USC, USC, they kind of have a problem. You know, their defense ain't very great. Their their defense ain't great. You know, USC they have to have like a lead. I don't. I'm not sold on their defense. As, as as I'm sold on UCLA's defense, and yeah. So that that will be a good game when those two uh, square off. Um, but I, I'm excited when Notre Dame and USC play. I mean, that's a physical brand of football Notre Dame is, and they're finally getting their going under their new head coach. So, um, yeah. So m- plenty of football. A lot of an- a lot of questions that still need to be answered.
0: Speaking of Notre Dame, did you catch their game Saturday night?
1: I did. I ca- I caught the fourth quarter. Um, the jerseys were pretty slick. What do you think of those?
0: <laughs> you want me to be honest? <laughs> you <didn't> like them? <laughs> I didn't see him. Oh, I didn't see him in action. Uh, like I told you, I was chilling on the couch. A Buckeye game got over. Actually, I might have fell asleep with a minute to go in a Buckeye game, and and I took a little siesta. And I woke up just in time to catch you end of Bama. Yeah. So, to, be yeah honest, watched, to be honest with you, I didn't even see the Irish.
1: Yeah, I watched the Irish. Um, uh, you know, they're starting to get their rhythm and beat a good BYU team. You know, we've seen them knock off some teams this year. So uh, beat a good BYU team. And so um, hopefully they start getting it under uh, Coach Freeman. I'm pulling for the guy, except for yeah. the playoffs. Thank i you. am
0: too i mean I, I saw the score and so you know great for them but yeah i i didn't i didn't see him at all <laughs> so jerseys
1: were cool the shamrock series still in action so yeah good win for the irish
0: good deal <laughs> anything else college football you want to talk about quick or
1: nope i want to let's let's jump into nfl sunday
0: nfl sunday um most, hold on. Can we start with Thursday night and how atrocious that was?
1: Oh, my gosh. That was awful.
0: I'll be honest with you. I didn't watch that either. I went to bed.
1: I, I quit. Yeah.
0: I was so, it was, that was sickening.
1: It was bad football. Wow. Bad, well, let's go to Roughly. Sunday. I know your card, I'll let you go second on your Cardinals because they were the later start. Mm-hmm. But, oh, my gosh, the Chicago Bears. Two weeks in a row had opportunities to go win the game.
0: Can I chime in real quick? Yes. Or you go on your rampage. Uh, I really thought, you know, I had the red zone channel on for the one o'clock game. So I was checking them all out. Uh, really thought Jay fields played pretty well. Justin fields
1: kind of shut up the haters a little bit for this week. Um, I did see he had the fourth best QBR uh, of the week.
0: Really? Yeah.
1: Take that for what it is. You know, he went 15 for 21 for 208 in the touchdown and ran eight times for 47 yards. Um, and he had his guys driving again. He made, he had a couple big drives. He had a drive there to end the first half and then um, a couple drives there in the third quarter. But, man, our defense, you know, they allowed too much, but then when they had a Sure up, you know that game was twenty-one to ten at half, and they did kind of shore that up in the second half. But uh another mishap. Did you see the how that ended?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, the fumble. That guy that fumbled it. He's from. He was drafted by Minnesota. Okay. I wonder how much, wonder how much Minnesota paid him to do that. Gosh, dang it! It was terrible.
0: <laughs> they were driving. I thought, man, we could get some overtime action.
1: Yeah. Yep. How big would that have been? Because, you know, that would have put Minnesota 3-2, Chicago at 3-2, and, and then uh, Green Bay at 3-2. Mm-hmm. But, uh, man, well, they got a big one this week. But Justin Fields, if that didn't answer that, you know, that's your guy. That is your guy for the future. Now you go build around him. Now I'm starting to see hear rumors in all my Chicago places that I follow on Twitter DJ Moore, you know, if the Vikings, I mean, if the Panthers are going to become sellers, they just fired Matt Rule today.
0: Yeah. You called guess, that, by the way. I did. Yeah, you know, if they're going to become yeah. sellers,
1: hop on DJ Moore, ASAP.
0: So what did you know that none of us knew? Because I'm pretty sure you just called this Matt Rule firing last week when we were on the pod.
1: I think I think they paid him too much for what originally, you know, he hasn't won. And uh oh. I thought I thought it was gonna be sooner sooner rather than later and it was. Yeah. Yeah, I should have texted you and said I told you so. But I forgot <laughs> how I predicted it.
0: Yeah. I'll give you full credit for it. I thought you just said it last week. Maybe it was two weeks ago, but I thought it was just last I, I, week.
1: It might have been last week.
0: I don't know, but yeah, it happened. So, so the bears pull the bears.
1: The Bears pull a Bears. Big one Thursday night. You see they're rocking the orange helmets Thursday night?
0: No, I didn't.
1: They're rocking the orange helmets with the orange unis.
0: White pants.
1: White pants. It might Uh, look terrible.
0: I I hate white pants. If you're going to go go orange, where are the blue pants? No. Yeah. Or go all orange. No, that's too much orange. (laughs) Oh, man.
1: But, uh, yeah, so big one this week. Very winnable game at home in Soldier Field.
0: Commanders on Thursday night.
1: Yep, the commies.
0: (laughs) Uh, I'll talk about the Cardinals real quick. So, they fall to two and three. Um, Played the undefeated Eagles. I tell you what, I really love our defense. Uh, I think it's really good. You know, you're anchored by – a veteran in JJ Watt who doesn't play every snap because he's got to come out sometimes. Number one, because he goes so hard, you know, and number two, you're trying to keep him healthy for the whole year. Um, But, you know, a young guy up front on the other side, Zach Allen, kind of the same build as JJ Watt uh, has a high motor. He played really well yesterday. And then, you know, you got, you know, your linebackers and, uh, Zayvon Collins and Isaiah Simmons, and, um, pretty good. And then, you know, in the back, you've got young guy Jalen Thompson. Um, got Byron Murphy back here. And then Buda Baker is probably, you know, probably the second oldest guy on that defense, the way it kind of looks. Um, so, you know, and he hasn't been in the lake that long. So, uh, it, it's a nice young defense. Vance Joseph does a, uh, Great job um calling the defense and yeah you know, I, I thought they did pretty well holding the Eagles to 20 points yesterday. Um flip side of that, the offense started kind of slow again, tacked on some points before half, um, got in the end zone, hit Hollywood Brown across the middle. He made some guys mess got in the end zone, got a field goal right before half. So it was it was 14-10 at halftime, and then uh had a chance to tie it there, and Matt Prater's been out the last couple weeks with an injury. Um, we signed uh, um, Amendola, uh, who the Chiefs had the first couple weeks, and uh, he, had a, he had like a 42, 43-yarder to tie the thing up. Just pushed it right, so a you know, three-point loss at home. But, you know, looking at the Cardinals, they're two and three, and their three losses are to the Chiefs, the Eagles, and the Rams. Now, the Rams are now also two and three, but the Rams are still a pretty good football team, in my opinion. Yeah. So, those three losses, I mean, yeah, you hate to be two and three at this point, but just looking at the schedule, I thought, man, if we'd come out of there three and two or even four and one, that'd be huge. But, you know, I'm I'm kind of okay sitting two and three, I guess, especially losing like we did yesterday. I mean, you put it on a guy that, you know, it's not even your, your regular kicker on a 42, 43-yarder, and he pushes it. So, I mean, did enough to beat the Eagles at home, just couldn't finish her off, so.
1: Yep. You know, I think the surprise yesterday, the Cowgirls going into uh, L.A., I mean, that was yeah. my surprise.
0: Yeah, I would agree. I didn't really see that coming. I didn't either. Um, Cooper Rush, man.
1: Yeah, now now I think, you know, you give T- Dak all the time in the world he needs to get back. You don't rush it back.
0: Yeah. It originally
1: was six to eight weeks. Leave it there. You know, you thought you could get it back in four weeks. Um, everything's cooking right now, so I wouldn't uh I wouldn't rush that thing back.
0: I wouldn't either. I wouldn't either. So <coughs> How about the Giants yesterday morning. Yeah. Knocking off the Packers.
1: New York football giants. What how about that?
0: What are they now? Four and one?
1: Four and one. Four and That's- one
0: now, all of a sudden, uh, the, uh, NFC East. the NFC East looks pretty good.
1: All right, you want to hear a hot take? Hot take. If Justin Fields is playing for the Saints, that team might have one loss. You think so? That team's significantly better with him, for sure. Yeah,
0: yeah they are. The
1: weapons? I don't know. I think that team's le- would – would be winning the division.
0: Um, he might be on to something there. I'm just saying,
1: I I think after what I saw yesterday. Yeah. He you know, he still has to get better, but get get JSN in this draft. Go get DJ Moore. Build around this young cat cuz Chicago you have a dude at quarterback.
0: Yeah, and you're fine at the running back position.
1: And you're fine Keep exactly.
0: Montgomery and Herbert there. I mean,
1: have a two-headed monster. You know, Cleveland's doing it. Yeah. So, yeah. and you have the most cap space this off so Yes, yeah, you, you can fix that defense. You can go never, get him weapons. Yep. Yeah, I think I, this, this this rebuild is not going to take longer than what you know people thought. And you know, Justin Fields, the way he plays football, his you know his. His time's now, you know. He ain't gonna get younger. He For might get sure, wiser. Man. He might get wiser, but he still he throws a bullet. He made some throws. So that that that's a hot take. I'll I'll quit ranting on Justin Fields.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you love him. He, he, uh
1: fa- about, I mean recency bias is bad, but he's my favorite Buckeye quarterback of all time.
0: Yeah. How about the um Buffalo Bills yesterday? Took the Steelers behind the woodshed and made him call him dad. Oh, my. It was, <laughs> that was a route, man. Um, and it, it
1: started from the get go, the 90 plus yard touchdown.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was nasty.
1: Okay. Did you see the Jets beating up on the Dolphins? I know the Dolphins were on their third string quarterback.
0: Yes, but I will say this. Are the Jets a team now? or They're good, but that was a game until late. Like, I don't know if you watched it. I did not. Okay, so at one point, the Jets were ahead like 20, I want to say like 21, 23, 17, and like, they scored to go ahead two scores, basically. Miami has the ball, and, you know, they're down to – I don't even know what that quarterback's name is. Um, But, you know, Tua's out. Teddy's out. Um, So, they're down to their, you know, third-string guy. And, you know, he coughs it up, and they turn it over, and then the Jets, you know, take it back. They score another touchdown. So, it, it kind of got blown open the So like the score indicates that they just killed him, but in all honesty, it was a pretty tight game with a third string quarterback. So I'm not taking anything away from the Jets. I think they're pretty good and legit. Um, but just just wanted to throw that out there. The score the score didn't indicate how close it really was. Well Coach
1: Belichick, uh, the coach Coach Belichick put to rest, you know, he won with the third string, you know, just beat down on uh, Motor City, Dan Campbell.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that one kind of shocked me, too.
1: There's other shocks. You know, the Browns played the Chargers a lot closer than I thought.
0: Mm-hmm. Can we can we talk about the hit
1: on Tom Brady, though? I have all respect oh. for Tom Brady. I have a lot of respect for Tom Brady. But that call, I mean, that, that that's where I draw the line. That is ridiculous. You ought know, to put a mattress down, lay him on top of it, and then call him down.
0: Well, that's my thing. So he wrapped him up. He spun him to the side and brought Tom down on himself and then kind of flipped him. You know what I mean? Just kind of kept rolling him over. I, I don't know what else you want from a defensive guy. I don't know what else you want. It, it's, Tom Brady, it's Tom be Brady right
1: chose there. to play to 45.
0: Yeah. If he gets hurt, he gets hurt. I mean, I, I don't want to see him get hurt, but you can't – especially they're getting the ball back right there. I mean, that's that's a terrible call. And I saw something on Sunday Night Football last night. Jerome Boger was the uh, head official in that game yesterday that made the call. Yeah, he's the week, terrible. The week before, um, he, he did the uh, Bills game. And if you remember, there was a hit on Josh Allen late. That was kind of iffy that he called a roughing the passer there too. And so two weeks in a row, and I'm not taking it. I don't want to get on here and just rant and rave about official. Like that's not what we want to do. I just think two weeks in a row, two bad calls that extended games for the offense and, and really, um, you know, took a chance away from the opposing team and he made that call, you know, he's made that calls two weeks in a row. Yep. And again, I I don't know. I mean, if I was the coach, I'd be calling the league office and being like, "Okay, let's w- let's walk through this even though he got it wrong. Tell me what we need to do." You know what I mean? Let, like let's try to figure this out together because let's,
1: um, let's 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 figure this out so it doesn't happen in meaning but uh, any, any game in the NFL is meaningful, but let's make sure we get it right before we get to playoff football. Yeah. I don't want to see that ruin a game playoff football.
0: Yep, I, it just it wasn't a good call. I didn't like it. I did not like it. But anyway, any other games you want to talk about before we uh, wrap up? Well,
1: right now I'm uh, watching, tuned into Monday Night Football, and the the Raiders beating beating up on the Chiefs, starting really?
0: early, starting really...
1: early, seventeen nothing.
0: Wow! Wow! I've got. Uh, And the league I really, really care about, like I told you, the Yahoo League, I'm one and three. This is week five, right? Yeah. One and three. I'm down. I was down going into the night by like 30 points. Um, And I have Pat Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Josh Jacobs, and I know he's scored at least once because I got the alert while we were on here. So, uh I think I'll be okay. I think I'll be okay, and I'll get the win this week because who I'm playing's done. So,
1: yeah. So I I just made a DraftKings lineup today just because the guys, yeah, that, yeah the guys that I'm playing are done. Um, pretty much lost to Dayton in our our longtime league. I have Patrick Mahomes still to go, but he has Travis Kelsey. So that means Mahomes would have to score 45 and only throw the ball to Kelsey once. So yeah. It ain't happening, so congrats, DP. There's your win for me this year. But, uh, well, yeah. So, many DraftKings lineup, Stay interested.
0: There you go. There you
1: go. $1. Nothing big, Mom. Don't worry.
0: <laughs> Nothing big.
1: Nothing big. Well, well, hey, time out. Before we yeah. go, uh, the team I'm rooting for this postseason plays your Yankees. Uh, what a game that was in Cleveland on Saturday. Yeah, oh, boy.
0: I was hoping they'd use up more pitching than that. I thought I was hoping that game won about thirty-seven innings, but <laughs> beggars can't be choosers, I suppose.
1: I, I'm really hoping for a Guardians victory. I'm tired of these big markets. Tired um, of it.
0: Oh, geez.
1: Tired of it. I want to see a Guardians Seattle. Well, I'm gonna call them Tribe. I uh, quit calling the Guardians.
0: <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy.
1: Guarded, yeah, the Guardiac kids. Uh, <laughs> I want the Tribe and the Seattle Redlegs. They got three Reds. I want them in the ALCS. And looking at the playoff bracket, I want the Phillies. Um, Just because, actually, one of my good buddies down here in Columbus, he's first cousins with Kyle Schwarber. Really? Yeah. So... Uh, Want the Phillies to win and then uh, screw the Dodgers. So, you know, go Padres, I guess. There you go. But, uh, yep. That'll be interesting. It'll be nice to have playoff baseball on tomorrow.
0: For sure. For sure. Hey, I was going to mention something too about the pod picks. There's two things I want to mention. Number one, last week when you asked me about the rivalry between the muscle and Ryan, yeah. Um, I did forget to mention so Russell was down seven games. I, I told you he was down seven games. That may not, I mean, he is technically, but the first week we did the picks, um, he did not pick the high school games. Yeah, he tweeted earlier. at me. Yeah, he, I, I saw he did. So he wanted to make sure we knew that. Yes, he is seven games down, but he actually set out five games. So if you go by win percentage, he might not be as far down as, you know, what he actually is on paper. So one to throw that out there. And then another thing I wanted to throw out, I'm going to read this email. We did get some fan mail. Um da, 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 da. Peyton, I don't know if you know her. She's from Paulding. Jessica Merritt. Um, she's a, a mom to a Paulding football player. Um, she sent me an email on the 6th, which would have been, what, Wednesday? Thursday, maybe. Anyway, got in on the picks and said this as well. Love your podcast. A co-worker told me about it, and I've been listening for a little over a month now. Great job. Keep up the good work. Sweet. So, wanted to give her a shout-out. And I told you, if we get fan mail like that, I'm going to read it on here because I, I really we really appreciate that. Yeah, um, absolutely. I, had, I hadn't mentioned that to you, and I kind of forgot about it, but wanted to make mention of that before we jumped off here. So, Jessica Merritt, thanks for listening. Um, keep spreading the word. We We really appreciate it.
1: Absolutely, that's awesome. Yep, um, talked baseball, talked NFL, talked college, talked high school, threw some volleyball in the mix.
0: We covered a lot,
1: covered her all tonight. Yeah, and, um,
0: uh, go ahead. Do you have any final shout outs?
1: Shout outs, I do. Shout out to Katie as she, my little sister Katie, as she plays her final game in the jungle on Tuesday night. So, you know, the jungle is a very special place to play. Best gym in Northwest Ohio, in my opinion. Uh, Biased, though. Um, So, (laughs) gets to play her final one in the jungle. So, good luck to her and good luck to the Panthers. You know, beat beat the Archers and go get one and get momentum going in the tournament play. So, good luck to her and enjoy every moment of the jungle for one last time.
0: I plan on being there. I plan on being uh, at the jungle tomorrow night to watch that game. Um, My shout-out is not really a shout-out. I I need to – I was going to put together a little commercial. We're going to start having some commercial advertisers here. Um, So I haven't got that done yet, but I do want to give a shout-out because I told her – she hit me up a couple weeks ago, about a week and a half ago, and I want to give this shout-out. Miranda Schlaughter. Um, she's the owner-operator here of uh, Made to Achieve Cleaning Service. Um, they're looking for clients in the Paulding and Defiance areas. Um, they specialize in residential business and RV cleaning. <coughs> Excuse me. They are insured. Uh, they provide all supplies and equipment. All you do is provide the mess. Their goal is to, quote, achieve your clean dream, your Your clean home dreams, sorry. Um, Check them out on Facebook at Made to Achieve or their website at www.madetoachieve.com. So wanted to give that plug there. And uh, we are going to be getting a commercial made up here for a little advertising. And if anybody else wants to get in on some advertising, uh, we're all about it. We'll, We'll read it on here on the pod. I so, wanted to give that little plug before we got off here. Absolutely. Well,
1: we we should have one shout-out together. Um, grandpa Jerry, did you see the post Susan made on Facebook? Yes. <laughs> uh, pretty cool. Like a back-to-school picture of uh, him back in the fields combining at 80 years old. You know, how cool is it? You know, our grandpa, 80 years old, you know, still gets to do what he loves to do. 80 years awesome. old. Yep. So, yeah. So, I'm sure he was... uh helping dad all day over an Antwerp combining uh beans so uh you know pretty cool that you know grandpa jerry still gets to do what he loves at 80 years old and you know it's awesome
0: Yep. Yeah. and then i saw grandma had to go out and take a picture of the help of your dad and my dad yeah <laughs> so yeah definitely a shout out uh i will share this one um So back to grandpa on the whole deal. Um, I don't remember if it was this year or last year. I think it was his 79th birthday. Um, I called him up, you know, and I was like, hey, happy birthday. And I, you know, then I was working third shift. I just got off work. I think it was last year. And um, I said this, you know, his birthday's in May. And so I said something to the effect of, Um, you know, how many birthdays have you spent in the field? And he said, well, I bet over half of them at least. So I thought that was pretty funny. Um, you know, getting planting done and all that stuff. So, yep. But, uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm going to post that on, um, I'm going to post the picture that, that Susan had on there. I'm going to steal it, take a screenshot and, uh, Upload that to our Twitter page so people can check that out. You think I should do that? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to do it. Why not? Why not? <laughs> so, we'll get that tweeted. Uh, we'll go through and figure out who, we're, who the games we're picking this week, Peyton. Um, and we'll get those out. And to talk about that real quick before we get off here, I don't think it matters who wins and loses tonight. I think our guest picker is going to be set for this week. Should we reveal him right now?
1: Yeah, why not? I I well, saw him. This, I saw him this weekend. Go ahead, Teddy Theodore Roosevelt, uh, not Roosevelt. bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Theodore's hopping on the pod.
0: That's right. He's hopping on. I think he's got her locked up. It was pretty close between him and your dad. Which, when I you know, I was going through him yesterday, I thought I'd be interested to have either one of them on.
1: They were both arguing at the VFW actually Friday night before the game about hopping on the pod and blah, blah, blah.
0: There they go. There you go. So Teddy beat him to it.
1: Teddy got him. Got him. Member of the Paulding Chain Gang, most importantly.
0: (laughs) Oh, man.
1: So maybe we could could talk picks. And then he was up in East Lansing last
0: Was he really?
1: Yep. So we could talk about uh, his trip to East Lansing with the family. So.
0: Tell you what, I've been up there once, but I was I was a freshman in high school, I believe, so it's probably changed a whole lot since I've been up there. Yeah, we could definitely talk about that.
1: Yep, so juice to have Teddy on the pod.
0: For sure. I'll send him out a text. Um, I'll send him the group text, see if he wants to jump on. I'm sure he does. I'm sure we'll have to figure out a time on Wednesday that we can all um, work something out and, and get our episodes through together there, so.
1: Yeah, cool, I, know. It, 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 I know he's the older generation, so he might not be able to work this technology. So uh, <laughs> I'll be home. So, Ted, if you need me to come over
0: to help you, i just. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's good stuff. All right, man. Well, that's that should wrap it up unless you got anything else to add before we jump off here.
1: I do not. Nope. It's been a good one. Good talking yeah. to
0: you. Has been a good one. Um, you're heading home Wednesday again? Yep. Okay, fall Fall break. break. Fall break. Safe travels, man. We will see you sometime this week probably.
1: Yep, have a good one.
0: Have a good one. You are listening to another episode of Across the Field. Peace out.